0: I am certainly pleased and honored to have with me on the phone for the next few minutes a uh, highly acclaimed novelist Stephen Kuntz. He has seven New York Times best-selling novels to his credit, including uh, the first, Flight of the Intruder. He is a, a well-known figure. His latest novel called Liberty, but his most recent book is called Victory, and it's actually a collection of uh, of short novels. Uh, one of them is 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 by him but otherwise by an array of, of other fine writers and all around various topics and facets of the Second World War. And this is a magnificent book in every respect. Again, it's entitled Victory. It's published by Forge. And we have Stephen Kuntz with us for a few minutes to talk about it. Stephen Kuntz, we welcome you to The Morning Show.
1: Good morning, Craig.
0: One of the things you say, I think, in the introduction to the book is the fact that uh, with each passing day, with each passing year, uh, there are fewer and fewer people still with us who directly experienced the Second World War and who can tell us about it. And you also mentioned the fact, the rather disturbing fact, that many of those stories have gone essentially unrecorded or unpreserved.
1: Well, that's correct. You know, uh, very few of the uh, of the people that fought in that war are writers uh, or or sat down and uh, made an oral history of their uh, of their experiences and their recollections. Uh, there are some underfunded oral history programs around the uh, country, but, you know, they just scratch the surface. And uh, so uh, it's unfortunate, but but the, the the human memories of that experience are, are slowly being lost.
0: Tell us about the genesis of this particular project.
1: Well, this, this is sort of a follow-up book to a, a book we did called Combat that made the New York Times bestseller list and was very well received, and that had... 10 short novels, uh, one of which I did, I was the editor and it did very well. And so we went back to, uh, eight of the 10 people. In fact, we went back to all, all 10 and tried to get them to, uh, to, uh, contribute to a world war two anthology. And uh, some of them just couldn't do it. So we went looking for some other writers, two other writers. And, uh, and, uh, this is the result. It's been about three years in the making. Uh, we think that it's, uh, it was a good product. The stories are solid they're they're good uh, you know I'm proud of them, and I think that the uh, publisher is very proud of them too.
0: Tell us how this book differs from combat in terms well, of its combat, focus. Or theme. We
1: just, uh, you know, combat is is more uh, the so-called military techno thriller. you know they're all the stories were set today they uh, some of them are high tech, some of them are futuristic, some of them uh, contain uh, uh, technology that hasn't been quite invented yet. And uh, but these these are stories uh, that are rooted in the World War II experiences, as these uh, ten writers have, have learned it and, and heard it from, uh, of course, their fathers, brothers, cousins, friends, and so on through the years.
0: One thing that is remarkable about this array of short novels is that we really are looking at the Second World War from all kinds of different angles. With and, and it's as though some master designer planned it so but I, I'm wondering uh, is that no, really that, the that's
1: way this, this serendipity uh, serendipity. <laughs> it just worked out that way of course what I did as the editor was to to tell my other writers that <clears throat> excuse me that you could write about any aspect of World War two any theater any uh, you know any uh, aspect that you choose but the World War two has to be the theme and and of course after we said that I sat back and waited until they came in and found the two of us myself and james cobb had picked an obscure airplane in the south pacific uh, the pby catalina and that's exactly what we wrote about so two of the two of the stories uh, of course are are on the same you know same theme flying the pby catalina's that night in the south pacific against japanese shipping uh that said the other stories uh, cover the whole gamut uh everything from From uh, espionage, uh, OSS activities, to uh, a German soldier who's, uh, at the end of the war, a German officer who gets out of a Russian POW camp and makes his way home across war-torn Europe. And uh, Ralph Peters wrote that. It's the last story in the book, and I think it's probably the best.
0: I really do want to spend a little time talking with you about that, because it, it is exceptionally compelling and, yeah. and in some ways also kind of a surprise uh, given what's come before it. I want to ask you something else, though, first. Uh, in the book's introduction, you say something that I think is, is quite thought-provoking. You are trying to, I think, make a case for a book like this, which collects fiction, but historically based fiction. You say, Historians write of decisions of state, of fleets and armies, and the strategy of generals and great battles that brought victory or defeat. Fiction writers work on a smaller scale. They write about individuals. You go on to say, only in fiction can the essence of the human experience of war be laid bare. Only from fiction can we learn what it might have been like to survive the crucible or to die in it. I had not stopped to think about that distinction, and as someone who really doesn't read fiction very often, uh, this was was really kind of eye-opening for me to read this.
1: Well, I, th- I think that that's really the the great distinction between uh, fiction and history. Uh, you know, if you, if you you can read Bruce Catton's histories of the the Civil War and you understand why the generals did what they did and the armies went where they went, but to understand what it was like to to fight in it, you must read Stephen Crane's The Red Badge of Courage. and uh, And so, I think that uh, really fiction and history go hand in hand. and uh, And so. That's hopefully what this is. this is. This is something that I hope will bring home the uh, human experience of, of World War II to, to a new generation of readers.
0: Tell us about the authors gathered here. To what extent uh, this was kind of a new undertaking to write specifically about World War II, or to what, ex- or to what extent they really had to do some homework in, in order to write with, uh, with uh, uh, the necessary uh, insight and understanding.
1: Well, I think that the only author that I know of in that whole crowd that's ever written uh, books about World War II is Barrett Tillman, and uh, he's written, uh, you know, over twenty nonfiction works about World War II and four novels all set in World War II. But the rest of us, I think, uh, found World War II was fresh ground for us, and and that was sort of fun. You know, I've written, uh, I guess, uh, it's actually thirteen New York Times bestsellers, and uh, and a whole bunch of novels, but they're all set all over the world, and they're all contemporary. And And so this, it was fun to go back and and try to remember my father's war stories and the stories of all the people that I'd heard and, of course, all the histories that I'd read and try to feel, get a feel for something I could write about that could bring home that human experience of combat. Hmm.
0: I think one of the, the really fine uh, stories gathered here is uh, the one by uh, Harold Coyle breakthrough mm-hmm. on bloody ridge It seems to me that this is the, the perfect example of what i think we call historical fiction right. where this is indeed a, a fictional account of of specifics that we don't really know about but based it, it appears very very carefully on what unfolded on those terrible days in the well, summer that's, of
1: 1942 that's exactly true uh, harry coyle is a retired army officer and he uh, did extensive research to get his facts right and then he wrote a fictionalized account of, for the people of people who uh, were there, and uh, which is exactly what historical fiction is. And I think it's very powerful stuff.
0: One of the things that I found particularly intriguing about this this uh, particular small novel is that we are we are on both sides of the trench in a sense mm-hmm. that uh, we are given the perspective of of uh, someone on the American side, but we are also given the perspective of someone on the japanese side. Mm-hmm. And uh uh that comes through not in every single novel here but at least from time to time we're given at least we're given a bit of a human face on uh what was sometimes kind of a nameless enemy.
1: Right. And and I think that that's that's again one of the great things that fiction can do that, that uh is to give us a new perspective on the world we live in and the people we live here with and and you know it's uh, it's unique. I love fiction. I think uh, that's why I, that's why I write it.
0: <laughs> we are speaking today with Stephen Kuntz, a much honored novelist, and also uh, the editor of of a collection of of short novels. The book is entitled Victory, and all of the uh, short novels gathered here—all new novels, by the way—all around various topics related to the Second World War. Uh, Mr. Kuntz, when you are when you are called the editor of this book, I'm curious just what kind of editing and how much editing you did. How much did you end up working with these uh various short novels? Uh
1: very, very little. Uh I am not about the red red pencil Ralph Peters or, or uh Harry <laughs> Coyle. You know, uh, if they say they like this story and it's ready to go, it's ready to go. And so we you know, the the editor's job consisted of writing the introduction and uh and and approving all these guys and saying, okay, here's what we're going to do and here's how we're going to do it. And uh, it's a lot of fun, but, uh, and, and I get to send them all a free book <laughs> mm. whenever the, uh, the books come in from the publisher along with a note. But that's about it. They, mm. uh, you know, they're all professionals, Every everybody in the book.
0: The book ends with, uh, a, a, a short novel we have already uh, mentioned. In fact, I wonder if it might be the shortest novel in the book too. It's uh, or it, it seems to me it's one of the shorter ones, but uh-huh. it is in, it is riveting. It's entitled Honor by Ralph Peters, a retired uh, U.S. Army officer. But, right. but Ralph
1: is uh, is actually he's he writes, but it's almost a sideline for him. Uh, he uh, his his main thing. He's a consultant. Uh, a defense consultant, but he's a, a defense policy consultant. He has uh, written extensively about Bosnia. He's uh, traveled to Bosnia. He's uh, written uh, some highly acclaimed novels, and uh, he's also written some nonfiction on defense policy issues. That is uh, that is very very thoughtful and well done. And so, uh, to get Ralph involved in projects is really uh, is really an honor, and I think it raises the quality of the book a lot.
0: What was really intriguing to me was, um, indeed, in reading his background, uh, he wasn't someone I happened to be familiar with, so I, I indeed read his background mm-hmm. uh, of, of who he was, the kind of things he had done, his extensive military career. To then turn to this novel, which is written from the perspective of, of a lonely German officer trying to make his way back home, in the he's chaotic full of closing.
1: The Nazi ideal,
0: yes. Know. Uh I I'm just really taken aback that that is what Ralph Peters uh chose to write about and he writes about it so beautifully.
1: Yeah. He's 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 really uh, an excellent writer and uh you know and that's the nice thing about books like this is they showcase these guys works and uh and uh which is It's almost like a a sampler, if you will, a chocolate box sampler.
0: Yes, I suppose someone might be uh, quite compelled to to seek out other uh, work by Ralph Peters, for instance. Right. Um, As this book came into finished form, were there any aspects of of the war? I mean, obviously, even a big, generous book like this, uh, uh, over 750 pages long, does not tell... All of the stories does not begin to tell all the stories that potentially are, can be taken from the or Second you, World you War. Oh, you could
1: make a career turning out books like this one a year on World War Two for the rest of your life. Uh, you know that when you you got to realize this world was literally a world war it was fought all over the earth uh, by uh, tens of millions of people, men and women. Uh, you know we haven't really. Well, we did uh, got several stories about uh, espionage in Germany, uh, we haven't uh, touched on the French Resistance. We haven't touched on the Battle of the Atlantic. You know, it just goes on and on and on. And of all the things that that we we didn't do, which which who knows? We may well do in subsequent uh, volumes if if indeed the public reception is adequate. You know, if the people buy enough of them to make it worthwhile.
0: Right. You say that World War Two is. Uh... uh, was a defining experience for an entire generation in a way which you say uh, has not really been known before or since.
1: Well, I I think that's true. Uh, uh, You know, World War II, it wasn't just the people who went into the military and and actually carried rifles or were engaged in combat arms. Uh, The uh, Military Engineers Corps, which was is the most extensive in the world. It built airfields, built the Alcan Highway, built airfields all over the world. It uh, built the Burma Road. Uh, these people, uh, you know, we're talking about several million people, construction workers who are in uniform and, and all over the world. Uh, then there was the home, you know, the defense industries at home, the, the Rosie the Riveter thing, all the, all the women that went into the factories, which really, uh, is the basis for the for the uh, modern America. You know the the sense that women's role is not just in the home; it's everywhere, and I think that really World War II accelerated what was a developing trend. And, and so every every adult in America was involved in some way in the war effort, or saw it all around them, even if they weren't involved. And and you just don't see that in modern war. It certainly. Wasn't the experience in Vietnam or the latest, when Iraq or Bosnia or so on? Hmm.
0: This book again is entitled "Victory," uh, featuring new short novels by an array of gifted writers, including Stephen Kuntz, who gathered these uh, stories and and writes a very thought-provoking uh, introduction. Uh, to it. The book is published by Forge. Stephen Kuntz, a real pleasure and honor speaking with you today. Congratulations on this uh, magnificent book, and I hope we get to speak sometime again on the morning show.
1: Well, thank you very much, Greg.